Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Hey, it was kind of cool to see over the break when, uh, like, our break last week, that um, a bunch of fans went down to Bell MTS Place and drove around the block honking horns. Yeah, that was kind of neat. I rode my bike down one night. I saw that. Yeah, yeah like they midnight. Won game three. Yeah, uh, it wasn't even that late. No. No, oh, it was, that, that was the earlier start. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, so I think that was game three. Yeah. Yeah, game three when the game wrapped up and it was Tuesday night. I didn't have to wake up this morning and I had a couple pops in yeah. me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ride my bike downtown. Yeah. Why not? I was down there hooting and hollering and whatever else. Yeah. You watching all the car parade go by? Yeah, it was kind of sweet. They It lasted a while because I was hearing even like players were coming out. At, like when they were leaving the arena, they were still honking the horns and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's got to be a while after uh, after the game ends. Well, yeah, I guess they do the post-game interview yeah. and then they... Shower, I assume. Oh, yeah, right? you got to do that. Yeah. A couple tickle fights, some tummy sticks, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so it, took, it would last a while, which is cool. All those locker room shenanigans. <laughs> You'll whip the towel. You know, they play all the fun games in the locker room yeah. you know, post-game. That's why you want to play hockey when you're a kid, isn't it? Absolutely. For the towel <laughs> fights. Nothing to say the glory of playing for the Stanley Cup. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the route that the Jets are on right now. I know you're a Habs fan, Turnbull, but yeah. I, I like to think that um, the pundits who have called the Winnipeg Jets almost unanimously mm-hmm. to rake up the coals here of Montreal. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just hilarious that, like, I mean, everybody in the world had pegged this as a Matthews versus McDavid second round, right? Everyone like was hoping that. That's what it was supposed to be. And it is, a, in fact, completely opposite. And it's going to be a goaltending duel. I think it's going to be a really good series. I really do. I think it's going to be a goaltending duel. They got two of the best mm-hmm. going head-to-head. And, uh, you know, the Jets have the home ice. They've got fans in the stands, which is obviously going to, you know, spark them a little bit too. Yeah, but you know who else they've got in the stands? Who? Seltzy. Seltzy. They have that giant booze can. Yes. Uh, Bud Light Seltzy, who was the only fan in the stands for the first couple of home games. Um, Bud Light Seltzy, by all accounts, is supposed to be back tonight. He's got the uh, he's got the towel ready. Mm-hmm. He's got some hand gestures ready for the camera. Oh, good. Um, I think he's got his seat still firmly planted in 106, row 6. <laughs> Uh, right just, in the aisle. Yeah, <laughs> aisle seat. He's got great seats, does Bud Light Seltzy. And uh, you know what? We got his number because mm-hmm. I didn't realize. And, uh, of course, it's very fitting because, you know, you smell like a can of Bud Light most mornings when you waltz in here. So uh, kind of fitting that you're actually related to Bud Light Seltzy. Yeah, he's uh, like a second cousin of mine, wow. Bud Light Seltzy. That was yeah. that was honestly mind-blowing yesterday, but also not surprising when I heard that from uh, from you yesterday. We always knew that he would amount to something. You know, that kid could drink a lot when he was a kid, you know. And we always knew he'd amount to be a giant beer can one day. Hey, did you see that uh, woman throwing bows with the uh, with the bear in Jeez, her yard yesterday? I did. So she was like 17 years old. So we've talked about oh. this at great length on the show, um, animal fights. And <laughs> because TJ thinks he could take a, coy- a coyote. Yeah, I could beat one coyote. Yeah. Now that I live in uh, in the burbs, now that I'm out where I am, yeah. uh, people in the local Facebook group, they're always saying that uh, that they see coyotes. Oh, so here we go. We could we could see this duel actually happen, dude. Uh, honestly, after watching that 17 year old girl beat up a bear yesterday, um, like I'm going looking for a coyote. <laughs> 
we we gotta tr- we gotta try this. I mean, I, now I'm just all pumped up. I'm like, oh man, animal fights when man fights nature. It's it's like I don't know. I think it's probably uh, going back to the caveman times. That's probably why we like to posture because we think we're at the top of the food chain. We're we think we're an apex predator, but the bear, they're pretty big. Yeah, I don't know if any of that was running through her head when she went to to get this bear because she was worried about her dogs, right? Yeah, so she had like three or four dogs. She, like, she basically had the humane society in her backyard, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this bear is up on her fence, which is. Uh, cinder block fence yeah and the bears on the wall with the bear cub and i guess the dogs were barking at the bear and the bear being like a, a mama bear mm-hmm. was like <laughs> taking swipes basically yeah 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 one of those swipes would have crushed that little chihuahua yes and uh this girl just came running out and her first move her first yeah. thought was to go and punch the bear like she jumps up and punches this bear yeah, it's like it was like a sort of like motherly instinct, right? Like she saw her her dog in trouble, so she runs up to the bear and like yeah, it looks like she kind of like just goes to push him off the off yeah. the fence, right? But it gives him like socks him one at the yeah, same time. Yeah, hits him. Yeah, yeah, like, and it, it was like that. I don't think that's what I would do in that situation. I'd like to think maybe that's what I would do. Oh, uh, you sacrifice the chihuahua. Yeah, I feel like nine out would. of ten times anyway. Honestly, that that bear was huge. It's not just a little cub. No, it was, and it was mad. Wow. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Yeah. It also didn't like dogs barking. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the bear was the neighbor next door? Was like the bear actually lived in the house next door and just had enough. I was like, I have had enough of your dogs I barking. I told you to shut those dogs <laughs> up multiple weekends. Me and the three little pigs are coming over. We're going to kick your ass. <laughs> so are the Bombers going to be playing this year? There's still hope that uh, August 5th is the start of the CFL season this year. The last report that came out was that uh, all the teams had informed their players that like July 2nd to make their way to their respective cities and they'll have to quarantine mm-hmm. for a week or whatever. And then training camps will start and it's still going to depend on, you know, COVID numbers across the country. But uh, that's still their plan anyway. And would they consider playing in front of empty stadiums? Has that been discussed yet? Uh, I think the, that they really need to have some sort of fans in attendance. Mm-hmm. So whether that's, uh, you know, pods or whatever, but uh, they they do need to sell some tickets. Okay. So yesterday, the news that we had all been waiting for, the CFL news that we had all been waiting for, not are they going to play this year, but what the hell are they going (laughs) to call the Edmonton Football Club? Right. So uh, there were so many names that were bandied about early on. Um, I always liked the idea of the uh, Edmonton Rough Riders, but like (laughs) rough, like rough riders, like DMX. Like R-U-F-F? Yeah, like rough (laughs) riders, because we've had the... (laughs) The, the Rough Riders and then yeah. the Ottawa Rough Riders. Right. And then and then I, I thought there was another good one that, that would have worked. Um, you've got the Ottawa Red Blacks out east, mm-hmm. and then you could have the Edmonton Yellow Golds. <laughs> you know, just go Super with the, the full color scheme. Yeah. Um, the name, and if you rewind the tape on this somewhere, Turnbull, huh? the front runner, remember we were making fun of Edmonton, like the Edmonton Summer Oilers and all this stuff? Yeah, like yeah. Edmonton Elks. I said elk, singular. Yeah. That was my choice out of the was what, it? eight or nine. Yeah, I love was, it. Yeah, there was a bunch of different choices. I remember, I, I liked Empire. Edmonton Empire. You got the Empire. Oh. Yeah, could an Empire do no, that? No, no, they couldn't. You're right. They couldn't. Yeah, you thought Empire was big because they already had the double E's. Yeah, and it just like made sense. You know, it's like the fan club or whatever. You got, we're the Empire. Right. You know, instead of, we're the Elks. Yeah, so they went with Elks. And there's a lot of people online saying that that's grammatically incorrect. Which isn't true. Right. According to the dictionary, it's uh, it can be both elk or elks. Right. Plural. You're, you can't tell me that anybody in Edmonton actually has a dictionary. <laughs> and they picked that up. 
There's no way. I saw former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, Justin Sorensen. The mm-hmm. team sent him some new gear. I think their logo looks pretty rad. You know what? I think the helmet's actually... I was a little... I didn't... I heard the name, and I didn't see any pictures of it. And then once I looked, uh, the helmets look pretty cool. Okay. So I, I'm thinking this. For the Edmonton Elks fan club, like for, for the for the team, Yeah. right? So you're in the stands. You're in the... Because uh, I think I think a group of Elk is called a gang, actually. Is that right? Yeah, so you're in you're in the gang, okay. right? Yeah, so you got this this group of Elks fans. So you're the gang. And then you go, "Oh, time to inflate the antlers. Let's go Elks fans." <laughs> and everyone does their own elk call? Yeah, everybody puts up the antlers <laughs> funny, and actually. starts going <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's perfect. It can work, yeah. Elks are something usually that, uh, you know, because usually sports teams want to have something that they can, you know, that seems terrifying. Elk right? are terrifying. Are they? Oh, yeah. You ever seen one get it on? Mm, can't Ooh, say that. I would not want to be mounted by an elk. <laughs> My back would be very sore. I'd at least want them to buy me dinner first. <laughs> Thrill seekers unite. Okay. Skydiving interest you? Do you want to do it? No, but I just no. watched a video that just came up on my timeline. Is this the video that you're going to mention? Uh, probably, the yeah. The free fall guy? Okay, so okay. this is skydiving to, to the next level now. So to answer this, it, it does not interest me. <laughs> no. Does skydiving, like with a parachute, does it in, interest you? Like, not, no. no. I, I'm not somebody who ever wants to try skydiving. 37, man. I haven't done it yeah. yet. I'm not going to, oh, my 40th birthday. No, because I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go splat on my 40th birthday. I yeah. want to enjoy it. I just, uh, like even bungee jumping doesn't interest me no, at all. None of that free fall stuff. Nope, don't, don't need, need to do it. Going need. on crazy rides i also don't even need to do that no i'm okay with two feet firmly planted on the ground yeah give me the bumper cars all day i don't need that roller coaster yeah exactly the whiplash <laughs> that, that pain only lasts a week uh this video uh is like i said skydiving to the next level so it is a guy who is jumping out of a plane thirty thousand feet in the air mm-hmm. and uh he's free falling he's not wearing a parachute okay so jumpers are away jumpers are they're away. off He's just frolicking he's around, too. Flip. That's how he'll have to land. He'll have to land on his back. So why are there so, uh, so why are there three other guys with him? And this part, I'm not really sure. So they're called his, his jump team, and they're guys who are all wearing parachutes. They're filming them. Now, it's not, and I guess maybe filming is the only reason they're there, because it's not like they can do anything to save this guy if something goes wrong. Like, really. We can't speed up the free fall, can That's you? what I mean, right? I so I'm, I'm not really sure what they're doing there, but because halfway down, they pull their parachutes, and leave him by himself. But they, they basically say that he's got a he, he's practicing while he's flying in the, in the falling in the air. He's practicing flipping because he's going to land on this gigantic net that's on the ground. And he has to land on his back in that's order precision. to be safe. It's precision because, yeah, absolutely. I stopped watching it because it's just like this guy's ripping through the sky like a comet. Yes. And and he he's just. Yeah, I, I thought maybe he was flopping around to slow himself down. No, he's he's making sure he can he can flip onto his back uh, so that when okay. he lands, it's safe. At Eighteen thousand feet, the oxygen mask will come off. That will be from his cousin Andy Farrington. Will be closest to him. So he's so, got oxygen at the start. Oh yeah, that's what's happening. Okay, so how fast is he going right now? Is uh, there a speedometer it on this dude? They don't have a speedometer, but I mean, he's falling from thirty thousand feet. So yeah. you've got to think he's going pretty quick. Right? Seventy-six hundred meters, by the way. Mask. Now at twelve thousand feet, he'll hear a beep in his helmet. Oh that will tell him he's halfway home. Oh, Momentarily, we'll see his. Jump I, I didn't watch the end before, <laughs> man. I'm sure he makes it. Oh my god, look at that net! 
How did they come up the with that net? Yeah, so this gigantic net. Now, like you said, it's precision, right? Because this net is is huge, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, if he, he's falling in the air, it's not like he's it's not like he can really steer himself that much. Wow. You know, and he ends up making it. Everything's fine at the end. He ends up absolutely making it. And there goes the shoots. Luke is on his own. Yeah, like there, there's no way that the other guys would have been able to catch him because the size of the balls on this guy weighing him down, <laughs> he's free falling way faster yes. than them. Game one, Winnipeg Jets taking on the Montreal Canadiens round two, the matchup that really nobody saw coming <laughs> no. at all. Um, it took uh, amazing goaltending by Carey Price, and it took some great goaltending uh, from Connor Hellebuck. So starting from the net out, um, it is going to be a really – Interesting mm-hmm. matchup. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be interesting. Both teams fast, speedy, can hit. Yeah, yeah. like to play the transition game. It's yeah. gonna be. Um, it's gonna be great to watch and to have playoffs uh, in Winnipeg. It's kind of disappointing, obviously, that we can't all get together and go and and hang out downtown or mm-hmm. go to bars and stuff. But um, you know what? I do feel good about uh, the fact that 500 fully vaccinated healthcare workers are going to be allowed at uh, the Jets game tonight. Yes, this is awesome. This is uh, kind of in response to what's, what happened out east. So Montreal, I know they were under like strict curfew in Quebec for a long time. They had you know curfew. They had a lot of rules. They finally started doing better out there. They lifted some of those rules. They had 2,500 fans in, in their arena on Saturday. And then uh, Toronto for Game 7, they brought in 550 vaccinated healthcare workers. Um, and so Winnipeg following suit. And uh, 500, like you said, 500 fully vaccinated healthcare workers will be trading in their scrubs for their jerseys tonight. Yeah, I can only imagine the year that uh, people working in healthcare have experienced. I mean, um, it just kind of makes me sad that there are people that are attacking healthcare workers online now. It just seems really narrow-sighted. I mean, if you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at the government who said, yeah, you can go in the barn for the game tonight. Don't be mad at the healthcare workers who are trying to get a night out after 15 straight months of just going, you know, all out and all in for us. So, um, with the small number of fans tonight, I, I think there will be some excitement in the building. Sure. Like, I, I think even 500 people can... St- I mean, it's going to be better than just Seltzy in the stands yeah, with his towel. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Seltzy and Gabe. <laughs> yeah. The Jets do a good job usually with some of their uh, in-game stuff, and you can imagine that there's going to be a nice little tribute, I, I assume, for uh, for the healthcare workers that are there. Look at the big picture here, folks. Like, I get that there's... I get we all want to be in the arena right now for the playoffs. Sure. We all do, Right. Look at the big picture here, okay? If we are sending, if we get to send somebody into the crowd, why wouldn't it be the healthcare workers who have had the worst last 15 months uh, out of anybody here, right? Yeah. These guys have been working overtime. They've been working. They've been, you know, like you can't, I can't even begin to describe it, right? Like, look, Beth's in healthcare. She's a, she does just does like radiation for cancer. Now, I'm not, Doesn't I'm not, adjust. I'm not, yeah, I'm not diminishing what they do. But they're not on the front lines as far as, you know, the people in the ERs or the people in the in the hospitals like that. Or the and doctors th- making the call to the family. Like, exactly. Th- there are a thousand calls that have been made to a family that have said, hey, sorry, your loved one has passed yes. away. Yes. And I've seen firsthand how, how this pandemic has affected, you know, like, like, like I said, like Beth and where she works. And, that, like, and that's not even to mention the people who are literally, like you said, making those phone calls, making those decisions, having to work so hard during these last 15 months. If we can give them one night yeah. of just like relaxation and get out there and, throw, you know, wave your pom-poms around and cheer on the Jets, 
this is like it's asinine to me that there are people out there that are mad about this. Not to mention they're fully vaccinated it, and they're yes, going to be and they're going to be well distanced. I mean, when, if you look back two weeks before we went into this latest round of restrictions, and when you could have all those people in in Costco or or in right. in IKEA, now you have non-vaccinated people and potentially um, half-vaccinated people. Mm-hmm. Five hundred of them in an IKEA. Exactly. It's pretty much the same thing. The building's the same size. It's a fifteen thousand seat arena. There's yeah. going to be lots of room. Obviously, they're going to do it safely and yes. smartly. And these are people who know how to pretty much follow the rules. I would say that <laughs> yeah. if you're working in healthcare, you're probably pretty stringent on the rules and you wouldn't be putting yourself in a situation whereby, yeah. um, you know, you would expose yourself to, to the virus. Um, so I like, again, I know there are some people that are unhappy. I, I saw some people that are like, Oh, well, what about me? I'm a season ticket holder and I got my vaccination. It's like, yeah, but it's just, if, if you're comparing yourself to that, um, like basically if you're mad about 500 fully vaccinated healthcare frontline workers going to an NHL jets game, I hope you stub your toe this morning. <laughs> like I, I just, cause I can't, I can't help you. I mean, we're, no. we're, we are, <laughs> I know it's, it's like, we're all in this together. This has been going on so long and I understand they're getting this one night out, but just because you have season tickets to the team, it doesn't mean that you can just go and start doing whatever you want now anyway. No. Because I saw some guy was tweeting at me like, well, I got five text messages from people. We're just going to have a party now. If, if the if the frontline workers can go and party at the arena, then we can have one in it's our house. It's not I'm like, the same thing. I know. That's so dude, stupid, man. I, I like almost dropped my phone. I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? Like, does that really, that that was the tweet that I got back when I, when I threw that out that I was happy for. Right the frontline workers. I'm just happy to see people in the stands. And if this doesn't make you want to go get vaccinated, yeah. I don't know what does. Guess what? They're fully vaccinated so they can go and do stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to be fully vaccinated so I can go do stuff. Exactly. The faster we can get there, the faster we can all right. be in the arena. Um, we're going to do scalding hot takes. Oh, so spicy. Like some of these takes today, it's food related. It's mm-hmm. restaurant related. Um, your feedback, 762 if you want to call us and leave a message on the bone phone, if you have a spicy, scalding hot take yeah. to do with food, I, I just got one here, and this is crazy. Apple cores are delicious, better than the apple itself. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So somebody said the, the combo uh, apple flavor, crunchy texture, and the tart flavor of the seeds is awesome. That's a, that's a message that that's we just gross. got. That's there's yeah. there, gross. There's some that have come in that uh, I've had to shake my head to. I can't believe some of these people's opinions. Okay, eating cereal with water is better. Oh, that's disgusting. There's no flavor to water, <laughs> dude. There's no flavor to water. Why would, why would no flavor in milk though? Well, sure there is. What does it tastes like milk. It tastes like oh milk. yeah. Okay. Wow. Right. What does water taste like? Water. What does it taste like? It tastes like milk. I can't describe the taste of milk. Well, I can't describe the taste of water. Maybe water tastes like nothing. Water tastes like milk. Same. Okay. Seven six two triple five. Here we go. Scalding, super spicy hot takes with TJ and Turnbull. If you got some uh, real hot music there, yeah, uh, Turnbull, I'm gonna find something here. Something, something super fuego for all these scalding hot takes. Um, it's always something different every week when we throw it out to you at seven six two triple five to come up with the hottest of hot takes. And um, today. Because we were talking about uh, food yesterday, and and I guess it came up like restaurants that gave you the scoots, restaurants or like that. that you wouldn't you wouldn't go to even if you were starving, right? I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we just kind of opened it up and food slash restaurant edition of super scalding hot takes. I like this one. I like this one a lot. 
Grown-ups who drink milk probably sleep in Spider-Man pajamas. Oh, no. That is a hot take oh, right hot. there. That My is, God. Yeah. I'm an adult who drinks milk. Yeah. And? <laughs> and? Okay. Not true. It's All not right. true. I don't like that. Okay, reasonable. Um, Pizza Hut buffet is a solid lunch option. You know what? Not really the hot. I've actually eaten there for the lunch buffet before and kind of enjoyed it. It's I guess maybe bad. now it's kind of a hot take. Because they're closed. Yeah, because they're closed. It's the a buffet. buffet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of hot. <laughs> Curly fries look like pubes. Taste <laughs> like them, too. <laughs> That's a hot no, take. No, no, no. Curly fries are the best kind of fries. Uh, 762 you have more scalding hot takes. Restaurant or food? Going for dinner is a waste of money. A waste of money? What do you mean a waste of money? That's a hot take right there. That's, that's I mean, oh, that's quite lady. hot. This one, this one, this is one I, I got to shake my head at. Bacon is overrated. Smells like urine. Basi- bacon is basically piss. <laughs> that to me is a hot take right there. Hot take. Bacon. Hot take alert. Bacon. Come on. Wow. That's the best kind of meat there is. Best smelling meat there is. I don't, I don't see. Honestly, I prefer to cook it outside. Because it smells up your house too yeah. much? Yeah, yeah, Come I don't on. like it. I do. No, I, I honestly, I do it on the barbecue. Not like laying it on the grill so I get grease flames, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I have a side burner. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like that, that wafting smell oh, the house the rest of the day. Last for a week. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of wafting smells, garlic is disgusting. No. My ex-girlfriend used to reek like it. No, no. Okay, I will say, though, like, when you're cooking with That's garlic, take. it does kind of suck that... I mean, it's on your fingers for the next week. <laughs> if you're if you're cutting it, I always if get the, uh, yeah, the pre the pre cuts. Oh, you do the, the pre cuts. Yeah, like the okay. you know the the minced. Sure, sure. Wow, this is kind of a hot take. Peanut butter on eggs, amazing. <laughs> that is a hot take right there. Oh, peanut butter and eggs together. Yeah, huh. man. Could you imagine that uh, somebody having that at a at a school? Nowadays, like because oh, no. kids are allergic double to whammy. Yeah. double <laughs> whammy. That's a double. That whammy. is a hot take. Actually, that's, that's a I'll double flame. That one. <laughs> I need another flame. Yeah, peanut butter on eggs. Quite there, spicy. There's the whole uh, peanut butter and tomato sandwich. My dad loves the peanut butter tomato sandwich. Oh, that's come to on. Me, that's not good. I don't like it. That's yeah, hot. I don't um, like it. Okay, another hot take here. Room temperature leftover pizza is better than hot. No. No way. No way. Cheese whiz on cinnamon buns. What? Whoa. Wow. That from Texter 456. Okay. Turnbull. Yeah. More than one patty burgers are gross. Too messy. Wow. I disagree. I got to disagree with that. I can do two two patties, but he's kind of right. Like, if you have to hold on to it the whole time, like the burger the whole time, like if you can't put oh, it down, put it'll it fall apart. Sure. I see what you mean. Yeah. All right. Um, more hot takes here coming in. A uh, quick one here, Turnbull. Yellow mustard on jumbo marshmallows? Ew. That's, that's hot. Like that. That's hot. I don't like the sound oh of that. Oh, my. Okay. Turnbull, get what? ready. I think we, I think we have the showstopper Come here on. for a hot take. Come on. Footy Goody is the best restaurant of all time. No. Ever. No. Anywhere. No. The best. Oh, oh, my, oh God. my God. That's a hot take. Oh, oh the alarm is oh, going the off. The going off. Oh, jeez. Hey, you know what I just realized? We do have to give away uh, $50, Turnbull. $50? Yeah, like cash. <laughs> just $50. What do you mean $50? So we were talking about uh, all these super hot takes and stuff. Yeah. And as I scrolled further down, um, somebody just texted in 762 and said, hey, man, can I have 50 bucks? <laughs> 
So I was like, okay. Is this coming out of your pocket? Yeah. 50 bucks. Just I got like 50. I, look, Holy. we haven't given away any prizes in a while. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the phone right now. Okay. 780 City, 780-2484. Last hour, we brought you the news that uh, Edmonton has a new team name. And it's the Edmonton Elks. So we're going to do name that mating call at 780 City, 780-2484 for 50 bucks. 50 big 50 ones. Bucks. 50 smackaroos. It's 50 bucks. Yeah, Not just $50 anywhere specifically, just $50. Yeah, five zero. I can't believe yeah, this. What can you buy with that? Lots. So obviously that's pretty clear that that's an elk. Right. Okay. Right. That's clear. Hi. The howler. <laughs> the howler. Is that you? You're the howler? All right, Howler. Okay, so um, I have here uh, some some animal sounds, mating calls, and I'm going to play them for you, and you just have to identify what it is, okay? All right. So you already know the elk. That's out of the way. If you get it wrong, we got to move along. So what's your name, Howler? Actual name? It's Mike. Okay, Mike. What the hell is that? It's, uh, it's a guessing game. A robot? <laughs> No, it's not George Jetson getting it on with uh, Rosie. Was that her name? That was no. me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the maid. Yeah, he's getting it on with Rosie. Yeah, yeah, got you. No. Yeah. All right. Sorry, no, Howler. No, it's not. Anybody? 780 uh, City? You? A monkey? No, it's not a monkey. Not no. a monkey? Do you have any idea what that is? Mating call? No, I don't know. A moose? <laughs> no. But we <laughs> no. don't even need the type. We just need like that. what animal it is. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey. hey that's um, that's uh, Barney uh, doing it with Wilma. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. How did you know? Uh, I, I, I was peeking through the window. Window? They don't have windows. They live in a. They literally <laughs> live in a rock. Well, in the town I, of Bedrock. Oh, you know people. <laughs> 780 city, 780, 2484, <laughs> 50 bucks out of my wallet. Do you know what made it call what that is? What is that? Anyone? Uh, it's some kind of bird. Yes, it is. Okay, it's a bird. congratulations. Okay, it's a bird. That is, that it's a bird. Is, yes. Well done. That is a bird. Wow, that took right. a while. I really didn't think it was that hard, but okay. All right. So, uh, okay. Does he win the go. 50 bucks? Or no, you do more? no, no, there's more. There's more. <laughs> you got to do more, bud. Yeah, keep going. Frog? Frog? That's a frog. That's a frog. That's, that's a, a frog. That's a horny frog. All right. Yep. Okay, next one here. This one's going to be uh, pretty easy. Bear? Sorry? Bear? No, it's not a bear. Oh, no, it's not a bear. Sorry. Sorry. Oh. Up on him. 780 City, 780-2484. <laughs> Hi. Can I hear it again? Yeah, here's the mating call again. No. Gorilla, not a gorilla? No. no. <laughs> no. Do you have any idea what that meeting call is? Uh, yeah, it's TJ when he walks past the Burger King. You got it. Absolutely correct for $50. 
crazy heat warning in effect uh, June 2nd. Normally, this would be around the time when the Stanley Cup finals are getting going, and yeah. it would be huge if uh, the Winnipeg Jets were in it. That said, uh, into the second round now with uh, kind, of a, kind of a weird season, shortened season, and a, a crazy first round. Um, joined on the line by uh, Sportsnet's very own and our very own pal, Sean freaking Reynolds. Good morning. <laughs> morning, guys. Hey, question. Do you know what this mating call is? <laughs> oh. That's a Shea Weber. I'm going to say it. <laughs> That's Shea, Shea Weber. <laughs> Bringing all the boys to the yard with his milkshake here. Oh, yeah. I, I got to be honest with you, Sean. I thought the last time we talked to you a couple weeks ago was literally going to be the last time we talked to you because I, uh, I didn't think that the Jets were moving on to the next round. Yeah, no, I, I I thought the same thing. I think you'd said that you had the, the Oilers in five. Yeah. I had the Oilers in six. And it's it's interesting because I think I've said this before. Last year before the season started, I picked the Dallas Stars-Tampa Bay final with Tampa Bay, Bay winning. If I put like 100 bucks on that, I, I have no idea how much I could have won. But this year at the beginning of the playoffs, you know, we picked all the different series. Everything outside of the North Division, I got right. I aced it, but uh, holy smoke, the team that I get paid to cover and paid to know about, totally, totally had me surprised. Um, well, here we go with the second round, game one. Uh, Montreal coming in after uh, what was uh, a pretty, I mean, it was a good effort from them in that seventh game, but Toronto just kind of forgot to show up. I think they, they got psyched out reading all the tweets or something like that, but uh, Montreal's coming in there. They're riding high, and they're riding a hot goalie. Well, you know what I think is interesting between both the Jets and the Canadians is they got to the second round by not making mistakes, and a lot of times that's what they'll say gets it done in, in the playoffs, right? Like, so Edmonton team. Edmonton's got the Jets beat in Game 3, and then one of their players goes out for a ridiculous, stupid penalty. That opens the door, and the Jets win that game. And then uh, that, that fourth game doesn't go to overtime if Ethan Barrett doesn't make an unfortunate, uh, unfortunate for the Oilers fans, pass that like Oilers takes and uh, ties the game. Up. And, uh, you, you saw a lot of the same things in that Montreal game. That they were just forcing mistakes of the Toronto Maple Leafs playing a real patient brand of hockey. So it's going to be interesting to see these two teams play because clearly, you know, I think it was the fourth and fifth highest scorers in the league. Murray and Austin Matthews were on Toronto. One and two highest scorers in the league were on Edmonton. So teams that could really, really put the puck in the net are gone. It's the two teams that committed to defense and just playing maybe a boring, really patient style of hockey. So this is going to be like. You know, one of those chess games in the park where each person uh, takes 10 minutes to make their next move is, is kind of how I see this one. At least starting out, we'll see where it goes from there. And and when you look at Montreal versus Edmonton, I mean, the teams are kind of built differently, so they can't really, you know, it's not the same recipe, let's say, that they had against the Oilers to beat the Habs. So what is it going to take uh, besides, you know, trying to beat a hot goalie? Well, to, to me, uh, I mean, the, the goaltending thing is kind of a wash. Uh, the defense looks to me to be a wash. Uh, I, I, on paper, the Canadians should have a better defense, but the Jets have been showing really, really well with their defense. It, the Jets, I think, where they have the advantage is 
clearly the scoring up front. I, the, the Canadians are really deep as well. Like they can hurt you from line one through line four. So this is going to be an interesting challenge compared to the Oilers because the Oilers were all about shutting down two guys. And now that was it. And mm-hmm. the Jets were able to do that. Now there's this challenge of depth that they have. So it's, it's, it's going to be by by either team because each team has four lines enough depth to hurt you if you're you know if you're not committed to your game the entire time so that that's really what it's going to take I think if both teams play as well as they can the Jets are the better of the two teams they've got the more dangerous of the two offensive groups so I mean this is truly one of those series where I think if the Jets show up and play their game they'll win that doesn't always work you hear coaches say that all that's not how that's not how it works sometimes yeah. the teams are more talented hey, hey, more talented. Yeah. hey, hey Sean um, you know I, you, we work for the, one of the biggest uh, cell phone providers in the country hey eh? your phone is just <laughs> cutting in and out oh really yeah like we don't you don't need to use the Dixie Cup communication line you know if you want to if you want to get on that Rogers uh, employee <laughs> discount plan, we can probably set you up. Turnbull got on last week, so. All right. Well, thought I was on it. No, it's just I don't know. The reception's kind of spotty. I mean, I could listen to you go on all day, to be honest. But just the the robot voice thing is kind of I don't know. I'm sorry. I think we're. I'll turn out of the next time I'm talking to you. Why don't you just come in? Like you work with us. I mean, you could come in. We can see the hair in person. Whoa, can... I, I don't think I'm ready for that. Oh. I don't think I'm ready for that. The Bone Phone. On Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Okay. Oh, this guy. Government sucks. Love the show, you guys. Hey, uh, we wouldn't be in this predicament if our federal government, specifically Trudeau, wouldn't have gone to some shady Chinese company. Then you get this bunny-eyed rusin who's uh, controlling our lives, who's kept everything open, and they wait till our percentage gets to 15 before they start giving restrictions. Good move, government. Thanks a lot. I think there's a lot of blame to go around in a lot of uh, levels of government, both provincially, federally, you know, because, yeah, sort of provincial level. I mean, it's, it, was like they, it was like they thought that we weren't going to get as bad as some of the other provinces, which to me just doesn't make sense. When you saw it happening everywhere else, you know none of this would have happened if they would have or- opened Portage in Maine. Ah, oh, that's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, COVID never would have hit no. us. So we should have done a them. plebiscite on COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this guy's saying that he uh, he doesn't know anyone. Here's a question. I'm just wondering: Do you guys or have you guys ever heard of anybody actually having COVID? I don't. I don't know anybody, and I know a lot of people in this city at a business where I work, and I haven't met one person or know one person who's actually got COVID. Hmm. Yeah, I do, actually. My cousin got it. She got it pretty bad. She uh, was what they consider one of the long haulers. So even after she recovered, she uh, still, to this day, is like uh, doesn't have the energy. She's, you know, wakes, she can't sleep, um, hard of breathing, that kind of thing. So. Uh, I know that that's the kind of the thing is a lot of people, it hasn't affected them personally yet. And that's why it's hard for them to kind of understand this. But all it takes is one person that you know, and then it becomes pretty real. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Um, neighbor hangs. Yeah. Just wondering what the guy could do about the neighbor having people over at his house 
where we're not supposed to, and the guy's always got somebody there, uh, even the neighbor, which is military, for the Canadian military, comes over and has some drinks with him yesterday with his wife. Like, like really? What is a guy to do? You know? <laughs> what, what is a guy to do? <laughs> so what's the deal with all these neighbors hanging out? That's military. What's a guy to do? How did he see him? The guy was wearing camo. <laughs> it's actually shocking. How did you spot him? Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I mean, it would be best for everyone if you just didn't get together for a minute. Yeah. That'd be all right. Yeah. Like, I think we'd all appreciate getting back to normal at some point. Yeah. Um, so over the break while we were off uh, last week, um, was it last week? Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess it was. Um, and it was the week before when I had, uh, you know, I had that call with the children's hospital. Oh, yeah, but your oh, my son, your son nosebleeds. Yeah, picks his nose. Yeah, this message is for you, TJ, uh, about the picking uh, the nose situation with your son and that. When I was three, lived in France back then, uh, had the same problem. I was three years old, picked my nose, picked my nose, and picked my nose. <laughs> And uh, my dad took me to, uh, I guess uh, it was one of those fairs, you know, where you go. And, uh, you know, and uh, we've seen, um, I guess he caught this, uh, you know, uh, small person and said, you see that guy right there? And I said, yeah. Well, guess what? If you keep picking your nose, you're never going to grow. The validity of that story. So why, like, here, there's one line in here that I'm really confused about. Son and that, when I was three, lived in France back then. Um, <laughs> like, what does that have to do with picking your nose? What does it matter where the fair was? Just a humble break. Yeah, no big deal. Just, uh, you know. When I was three, lived in France back then. Uh, <laughs> that's nothing. Uh, that's great. Oh, man, that's awesome. No um, big deal. Just <laughs> Hey, just want to let you guys know. I, uh, <laughs> I lived in France for a bit, and I used to pick my nose. Is that why you left? Yeah, they chased you out of the country because you're picking your nose. Picking my nose, picking my nose, picking my nose. I lived in France and picking my nose. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. The bone phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 921 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Game day. Winnipeg Jets. Game one. Going to be 500 fully vaccinated people in attendance. The healthcare workers, the doctors, the nurses. Uh, I guess they just filled out a lottery. Yeah, so like all the healthcare lottery. workers were given uh, sent an email last night because uh-huh. Beth got the email, but she uh, doesn't have her second shot, so she can't uh, register for the lottery. Right. But uh, yeah, it was just basically anybody who got that email could uh, sign up, mm-hmm. and then it's just done by a lottery format, and it's so it's a single ticket, so some people are just gonna go by themselves, which is kind of funny. Right on. But whatever. Yeah. Get Keep out of your arena. space. Yeah. Lots of space. Yeah. Make some noise. Yeah. Wear white. Swing your stethoscope around. Oh. <laughs> I wonder, because it is going to be a bunch of doctors in attendance, like, I wonder if they'll be able to uh, to swing their stethoscopes. Or at the very least, a towel. Like, swing their towel around, well, like, like wave it around yeah. like they just don't care. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, woo. Don't wave your mask exactly. around, though. That's got to no. stay on your face. Yes, that stays on the face. Right. Towel can be waved. Right. I believe. 
right. don't know all the rules and regs, but I think... Towels can be waved. Okay. Towels are allowed to be waved. Well, it's, it's been well proven and documented that towels can wave in the arena. Um, Seltzy. The Bud Light seltzer can, the booze can that uh, has been making uh, international headlines, really. And, <laughs> and as we know, Turnbull has a, a close relation to Seltzy. Uh, and, and we figured, like, it's game day, and Seltzy and has been the only fan, really, in, in Bell MTS Place cheering on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, become, uh, he's become a bit of a celebrity locally, so mm-hmm. you have his number, right? I do, yeah. Okay. Let's call Seltzy. Let's call him up here. Seltzy. <clears throat> Call up Seltzy here. Oh, oh. Seltzy? Oh, hey. Hey, Seltzy. You there? Who wants to party? Oh, yeah. Seltzy does, I guess. Always. Seltzy, it's so good to talk to you, man. How you doing? Are you ready for the big game? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Cool. Of course. Every He's time already. he opens his mouth, it's the, the music <laughs> plays. Um, I see. I, I got to ask you, Seltzy, uh, how do you get jacked up for a game? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that cool. makes sense. That awesome. totally makes sense. Yeah, makes Hey, uh, big question, though, Seltzy. Concessions, they're not going uh, to be open tonight. So uh, does it make you kind of nervous that fans, they might be clamoring for, for a big swig right out of you? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, Seltzy. Seltzy. Yeah. Holy. Oh, rude. Well, okay, so there there are some people who don't like beer, Seltzy. Uh, do you have any uh, advice? Little H2O. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, yeah, thanks to you, Seltzy, to think of them. For sure. Uh, hey, uh, how hot do you like your pizza pops? Really hot. Oh, that's, good to know. that's good to know, Seltzy. Right on. Right oh, on. yeah. Oh, I can just picture him having a great time tonight. Hey, Seltzy, listen, uh, you, you seem like a, a fun party guy, and my kid's birthday's coming up. Uh, how much would you charge to, uh, to get you out for, uh, for a few hours? 30 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Seltzy, all wow. right. Good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks, man. I don't know what's dumber, the fact that we just talked to a beer can or the fact that a beer can is making international headlines swinging a towel around as the only person in attendance at a Jets game. But it's all good. Exclusive interview with Seltzy. You're not going to hear that anymore. No, you sure aren't. For good reason, too. The Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Get mom the gift of adventure this Mother's Day with clothing from the North Face and Indieva at the Prairie Summit Shop. Yes, it is. TJ and Turnbull at Open Texts at 762 We always love getting your messages. <laughs> is it just me or does Seltzy sound like Kool-Aid Man? A little bit. Yeah, he does a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Did Nirvana play the Albert? I think we need to fact check Howard on that. Um, I would never fact check Howard because that not sounds coming close to fact checking Howard. If he says they played at the Albert, they played at the Albert. If Howard Manshine says that, I don't know anything. <laughs> if he told me that everybody was in the the Kinsman's Club, everybody, I'd be, I'd be like, yup, Howard's right. Yeah, Dude, the guy's a legend. <laughs> I don't know. Who am I to question? I don't even fact check that. He is the fact. That's right. Um, Avalanche are the bomb. The Colorado Avalanche, I assume? The Colorado Avalanches? Ah, here we go. No, the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're really good. But um, who needs a glow-in-the-dark beaver? Pardon me? I don't. I didn't really get that. What's with that guy and his beavers? <laughs> Excuse me? glow-in-the-dark beaver. <laughs> I don't know. We'll take it. Um, nachos are gross, especially cooked. Guacamole makes them soggy. Wow, that is a spicy one. Um, the best part of yogurt is licking the lid. 
and the liquid on the top of the yogurt before you stir it is the best oh, part. Oh, that's okay. The lid I could understand, but the liquid on top, no, 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 no. This all came from our uh, super spicy hot takes at uh, 720 this morning. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids dip them in barbecue sauce. Unreal. Weird. Like, I just wonder how like you came up with that. The first time you yeah. tried it? You know, I always wonder when I see one of these couches that's just like falling apart or like a piss soaked mattress or something sit on the side of the road. And you're like, man, that was in your house yesterday. Like earlier today, somebody was sitting on that. Right. So weird. Yeah. Drive past, it's like free. Free what? Bet free bed bugs? Yeah. What is that thing? Uh, um, I love all the stories about people getting the scoots. Signed Josh the goalie. <laughs> That's good. Oh, pavers. Glow in the dark pavers, not beavers. That oh. was an autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> That was an autocorrect, ah, and uh, we love your text messages. I, I'm just all fired up, man. It's not even Friday. It's like uh, Jess vibe, I feel, is, is going on. It's exciting, man. It's an exciting time. Yeah. Round two, Jets, Habs, all Canadian matchup. It's good. Celty, going to be in the crowd. Oh, Healthcare yeah. worker's going to be in the crowd. Uh, go, Jets, go. Um, I know you're a Habs fan, Turnbull, so you're probably not say that out loud, but you want to. I just want it to be good, clean hockey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, may everybody get along. Yeah. And Corey Perry not slice somebody's jugular with his skate because yeah. he is filthy. He's up listening this morning, by the way. Of course he is. Yeah. Loves yeah. the station. Yeah, they listen uh, at the hotel on the clock radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that hotel that I <laughs> That you hated one time. Oh, I only hated it because I had to... I really hated it because I wanted an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a male Karen. TJ is the male Karen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, have a good one. We'll talk tomorrow. Arena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station. Me 2 1 City.